Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hi, everybody. It's me. I'm back. I'm doing the intros again. And if you are listening, that means we did not have the apocalypse on election night like everybody predicted. We're all still alive. We're all still sane. And uh, we can continue watching movies. Woo! For those of you who do not know, my name is Matt. Not talented, Hinshaw. With me, as always, my good buddy. He's half asleep, so this podcast is going to be hot garbage. Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. I, I like I like the opening about uh, it, it's not an apocalypse, if you can hear us now. If you can hear this now. Right. I'm just preparing, you know, because we are recording from the past. For those of you who are listening to this in the future. Now I'm yes. confusing myself. <laughs> Matt, should we go back to the future? Yes, definitely. Where's my DeLorean? Doc, Doc Brown. All oh, dude, my calendar. F- my calendar's still in the past. It's October. Oh, flex capacitor. All right. Well, Mike, since you're falling asleep, we are going to hurriedly record this podcast just as hurriedly as this movie was. Actually, this movie was kind of long. It's an hour and 45 minutes. Jesus. <laughs> Matt, I can't wait to talk about it because I like this movie, Matt. So this is going to be a fun one, everyone, because when Matt and I disagree, I feel like it's it's a little bit more entertaining for everyone. So everybody get there. Get ready. We're going to disagree a lot because this movie was shit. Dude, I I liked it. It, I can say that because I'm not on the radio. (laughs) What did you call it on, on, on the radio? Hot garbage? I think I said hot garbage. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, Mike, well, uh, for Real Film Nerds podcast episode number 196, is that right? I don't have it in front of me. I'm just guessing. Uh, I think so. Okay. Um, I do have it. Harvest Horror Fest has come to a close. It was wonderful. I thought it was great. But Halloween for us is not over. We wanted to do something a little lighthearted, a little comedic, a little fun. So we are sitting down and we're going to talk about Hubie Halloween, Adam Sandler's latest piece of trash on Netflix. Mike, go ahead. Give us the breakdown. Oh man, dude. Wow. Uh, Matt, just real quick. It's uh, episode number 195, not 196. So close. Ugh. Damn it. Sorry, dude. Sorry. No, no, I need the correcting because I don't have it open. And for those of you who uh, have, Listen to the podcast in the past, which hopefully it's at least one or two of you, Mom. Um, I have a very loud clicky keyboard, so I cannot uh, browse the internets while we're talking, or else all you'll hear is uh, the clickiness, and we don't want to do that. So, all right, Mike, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about uh, this uh, hubby Halloween. Oh, wait, Hubie. Hubie Halloween, yes. Uh, director, uh, Stephen Brill, uh, written by Tim Hurley and uh, Adam Sandler. It's starring uh, Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Julie Bowen, uh, Ray Liotta, Steve Buscemi, Rob Schneider, and a bunch of other uh, people that show up in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. And it's about, uh, despite his devotion to his hometown of Salem and its Halloween celebration, Hubie Dubois is a figure of mockery for kids and adults alike. But this year, something is going to going bump in the night, and it's up to Hubie to save... The uh, save Halloween. So, uh, 
like I said, Matt, I really liked this movie. I thought it was uh, silly and fun. Uh, I know Adam Sandler's movies on Netflix have kind of been, well, most of them have been hit or miss. The murder mystery one wasn't so bad, but uh, some of the other ones that they've had, uh, the exclusive ones that they've had have been not the best. For reasons I guess only Netflix knows, uh, the Adam Sandler movies are some of the most watched movies on Netflix, even his older catalog movies. Maybe it's just like everyone's guilty pleasure. Like it's the millennial guilty pleasure is watching Adam Sandler movies that are not incredible like Uncut Gems. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean, there are some movies that I just think are just terrible, like uh, The Zohan. Like Don't Mess with The Zohan, I think, was uh, one of them. That movie was amazing, Mike. What's wrong with you? So you like that one? No, I think that movie's trash too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I was like, whoa, whoa. No, I do like his uh, class. I I hate to say classic Sandler, but Happy Gilmore, man, Happy Gilmore is like one of my favorites. That movie was amazing. Yeah, Happy Gilmore is. Uh, you know, I have it on on Blu-ray or no, actually, I have it on DVD. I think still, man. Like, you know, I don't have very many DVDs, but that's one I do have. Happy Gilmore. I was going to say, that's shocking. You actually own it. That's crazy, Mike. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, this movie re- reunited uh, uh, Adam Sandler and uh, Julie Bowen, uh, who was also starring in Happy Gilmore as his love interest. It's Julie Bowen, by the way. Did you watch Modern Family? No. What is wrong with you? She's the mom in Modern Family. It was amazing. She did a great job. She was a lot of fun. All right. Well, sorry. Julie Bowen and uh no i haven't i haven't watched it but yeah there's there's all kinds of little throwbacks to 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 happy gilmore in this movie uh little ben stiller action yep same character with the same name and everything opens the film he reprises his role as the uh, nurse yeah so um i don't know matt i know it's goofy and the plot is uh, not nothing special uh but I liked it. Well, Mike, that's not the biggest problem I have with this movie. I, I, oh, I going what, in, what is it? Going in, I know it's a Sandler movie. It's going to be slapsticky. It's going to be goofy. It's going to be dumb, which is fine. That's that's what you get with Sandler movies. I, I'm expecting that to a level. The biggest issue I had with this movie, they're just, it's so mean. It's like insanely mean. Like Adam Sandler's character does literally nothing but good things for people and everyone in the town everyone just shits all over him like constantly and it's just i know they're trying to teach a lesson they're trying to teach a lesson about bullying and all this other stuff but i mean like they physically trash him they mentally destroy him they verbally abuse him it's just it's on a whole nother level of just cruelty to a character yes it is a movie i understand that but for the love of god man i mean it's on it's bad uh man you are right they 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 really um they 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 really pick on him bad um you know they call him puby and all kinds of different things but um i don't know man i i i like the uh i like the running gag with his little uh thermos that could do like everything Dude, that was one of the best parts of the movie. That shit was awesome. That was a lot of fun. The Swiss Army thermos that literally shoots flares and 
has a uh, a lasso in it and like everything. Oh yeah. You know, you know, it was it was ridiculous. It was fun. Um I like some of the kind of uh call outs to some older horror movies and stuff. Um you know, I I don't know, man. We haven't gotten into spoiler territory, but uh you know, there's there's a few things here and there throughout the movie that parallel some of the n- new movies. Oh, oh. Matt, uh I I see we're holding up something. Uh w- what are you drinking today? <sighs> well, Mike, thanks for asking. And see, that's why I was trying to put it out there and notify you because we can immediately start talking about spoilers once we get uh, what beverage both of us are partaking in. And my favorite question, which I'm not going to ask yet, because I'm going to tell you I am drinking a delightful beer from the North Coast Brewing Company. It's called Scrimshaw. It's a Pilsner-style beer. And it was a birthday present from my girlfriend's brother-in-law and her sister they bought me a six pack of fancy expensive beers from our local liquor store slash restaurant oh nice man nice very nice so i have another ipa you know falls over shocker it's a terrapin uh luau um crunkles and it is a passion fruit orange guava ipa so it's a fruit salad beer. Yes, it's a fruit salad. So I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, my serving of fruit as well. Mike, you're always planning ahead like that. You're always just trying to double up on things. You're getting your fruit and your alcohol at the same time. Yeah, I think that's why you. Um, that's why I have Bloody Marys in the morning because uh, that gives me my vegetables. Vegetables and a little Tabasco. Yep, that's always good. Yeah, all the tomatoes. It's good. Well, but tomatoes are fruit. No, dude, they're vegetable. No, they're a fruit, man. They're technically a fruit. Oh, no. Yep. Google it right now. My life is ruined. Your life is ruined? <laughs> now that's one less vegetable I, I don't have to eat. Well, Mike, speaking of uh, companies that ruin things, Mike, how does Hubie Halloween relate to Disney's Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh jeez. Jeez. Um I feel like I feel like there's some undertone of of uh hate coming from uh the uh my other host. Was there something wrong with um uh the Mandalorian this this uh this week or what? All right folks, you heard it here. I did not bring up Star Wars. It was Mike. It is all his fault. <laughs> No, dude, The Mandalorian was awesome. It was great. It was a wonderful first episode. I liked it a lot. Um, there's a few little things, you know. They brought they're they're bringing back the character that hopefully will finally decide what truly happened to his fate. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Mike, uh, okay, go ahead. What's your uh, before I keep going about Star Wars? All right, all right. Sorry for the direct uh, distraction. Um, I just I don't know. I felt like there was a little bit of hate coming from from the other side. Um, anyway, uh, for this MCU tie-in in this movie, uh, Jim Wallace was an art director on H- 
Hubie Halloween, but he also worked on Captain American Civil War as an assistant art director. Oh, he got promoted. Nice. Yeah, yeah. In one fashion, and he definitely got crapped on in another. <laughs> Why? Because, Matt, this movie's just terrible? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt, now we can spoil it. Now we can spoil it. Go for it. So tell me why you hate this so much. About earlier you were talking about feeling, you know, was that the dark force coming through from me, emanating from me cuz how bad this movie is? Maybe, maybe. Well, dude, I already explained it. Like it's just really really cruel and mean and horrible. Some of it is, you know, funny. Some of the slapstick is really funny and good. Like you we were talking about earlier, uh Adam Sandler's character's mom's t-shirt that she's like, I got this for a whole quarter or like a nickel or something. And it's just some of the most uh, hilarious um, sexual punned t-shirts ever. And it's just this sweet old lady wearing it. It's it, Love it. Like stuff like that is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, Hubie's character when he's like uh, talking because he thinks boner is like slang for something <laughs> yeah. like good. And he just like uses it in all the wrong places. It's very funny. I mean, I guess that's what boners are for, you know, used in the wrong place. Not if she's conscious. Wait. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> We're not going to go there, Matt. Yeah, just... that might be too far. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, the I, I don't know. I, I just... I guess I just like this movie. I don't know. It was it was fun. Um, well, why? Uh, it, it it's just it's just it's fun. Stupid. That's it. Yeah, no, it was just a stupid, like easy to watch uh, movie. I I guess yeah yeah. He's really getting beat up on badly, Matt. Like you said, like I mean, extremely mean. The whole town. Um, I looked up to see what size Salem, uh, Massachusetts was because I wasn't sure where this movie takes place. And uh, it's about 48,000, so it's it's not too big, but it's not super small. Um, and uh, they actually did film it in Salem, surprisingly. Um, so that was kind of cool. But uh, I don't know, man. It was just, I guess it, it was what I wanted it to be, which is just mindless slapsticky you know movie uh i like the call out like matt did you catch the part where they're at the drive uh driving and uh drive-in movie theater and the car the classic car did you, did you catch that before he gets like chased by it uh what do you mean about the classic car like when the lights come on, that's kind of like a similar scene to yeah, Christine, right? Yeah, yeah, Stephen King, yeah, the car that drives itself, yeah, dude, that's a that's a good horror movie. I want, I would like to review someday. Is Christine? I really like that. Yeah, I watched a uh, man uh, uh, to finish off Halloween. I watched Misery. Oh man, that movie's rough. Dude, I watched one after I watched it's intense. Uh, th- this hot garbage. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm sure you have. But uh, it comes at night. Oh, dude, I loved it. I thought it was a really good movie. I really did. And I was reading some reviews afterwards, and people just slammed the hell out of it, thinking it wasn't inventive. It was probably not the best movie to be watching during a pandemic, but being low budget <laughs> no. and everything, I thought it was really, really good. 
Yeah, it 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 definitely ratchets up the suspense. That movie, I, I enjoyed how they did that. Yeah, I mean, it's a six-person film basically, and it's it's very well done. I really enjoyed it. So, anywho, I I just it was Halloween, man. I and I didn't get any trick or treaters, and so I was oh, like, did you did you have your lights on, Matt? This is just uh, I, I'm just wondering, would you have given out candy if 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 trick-or-treaters came that's why i made sure to buy a bag of candy that i would eat because i figured i probably wasn't going to get trick-or-treaters but i bought some anyways i got a snickers variety bag oh it's delightful i'm working my way through it it's gonna be a little bit but i'll get there mostly everyone here goes to mount vernon and uh a lot of the homes on mount vernon i mean because that's where i've gone every year when i work for the paper photographing the costumes and things but they had people out like putting signs up on their front doors, like full on banners and stuff, not handing out candy because of COVID and stuff. It was, uh, it's kind of surreal to see it, you know, it's months and months after this stuff started and it's still just affecting everyday life so bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, um, had, uh, you know, I had quite, you know, I guess I had a decent turnout, Matt. We had, we had 19 trick or treaters. Yeah, that's pretty um, solid. But uh you know, on a, on previous years I had between 110 to 140. So um it's pretty it, awful. It was, yeah. Um so it was it was not the greatest turnout, but uh you know, I still had some candy. Not too much. It didn't buy that much cuz we very conflicted on how much to get and if anyone was going to show up at all, but a few people did. Well, I'm jealous that you had any. So, fine. Be that way. You win again. <laughs> uh, okay, I didn't know it was a contest, but yeah. Woo! <laughs> well, it's just sad because I finally am home for a Halloween and I can hand out candy and no one. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Um, I'll just get fatter. It's cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Halloween was uh, wasn't the same for sure, man. For sure. I, I mean, actually, this whole season hasn't been the same. There's all kinds of th- things that I would have liked to have done. Um, you know, take I, I didn't even take um, my son out trick or treating because you know, just uh, just so much stuff. Uh, he's still kind of little, man. But I know it's fun when they're that little too, though. I don't know. I, I think it's better when he, they're at least mobile on their own. But then, you know, you got to make sure and have that child leash so they don't, like, oh, yeah. get run over. Mm-hmm. That's always important. Yeah. Matt, that's a backpack. Whatever. Call it what you want. It's a leash. It's a choke collar. We all know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mike. So what? what's your favorite scene in Hubie Halloween? Hmm. Man, uh, <laughs> I think I think it's the uh, the end scene when you get the the reveal, which wasn't too uh, surprising, really. But uh, I kind of liked it. I was like, "Hmm, that was an interesting kind of uh, you know." It wasn't really too much of a twist or anything, but it, it reminded me of a movie that we watched on. Uh, our uh harvest horror fest what movie is that mike friday the 13th 
Um, I I can see that, but the people yeah. were on spikes though. Yeah, but you know, but because just, of who the the villain was, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can go with that. I mean, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think that was my favorite scene. What was your favorite scene, Matt? God, I don't know. None of it. <laughs> The last credit. Yeah. When the credits were over. <laughs> I'm like zoning out. I'm like blocking this movie. It was so bad. Jeez, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't really think of anything that like I absolutely just loved. Yeah. Maybe the one where he was going through the haunted house was okay. Because every single time he did something, he just lost his damn mind because he was scared. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, um, and he was chasing I was the thinking, dog, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. Funny. I was, I was thinking that this, uh, this haunted house was like kind of the most hands-on haunted house ever because, like, you know, usually they're not allowed to touch you or do anything, and like this one's like, there's like people coming out of the ceiling, like pretty much grabbing him, and there's like someone reaching underneath and grabbing him. I'm like, man, they they're not allowed to do that, like in ones that I have been to of recent times. I don't know. Maybe the lower budget ones, uh, you know, have more creative license. Well, maybe they don't have the same kind of lawful restrictions because if they get sued, they don't have any money. Ah, that's probably it. That's probably it. Those lawyers. Yeah, gosh, I'm still trying to think if there's anything else I liked better. No, yeah, probably the haunted house. Okay. All right. Uh, Matt, did you notice, uh, I mean, of course, Adam Sandler has his pretty much his crew who, who shows up in the movie and like, it, it wasn't, uh, if he was going to be in it, it was when, uh, I was waiting for, uh, Roy, uh, Rob Schneider. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rob Schneider to, to, to show up. And then I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. When he finally showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, but the, uh, uh there's some new newer kind of people in in his movies now uh adam sandler often now has his wife in it she was in it yeah she's been in a, in quite a few movies yeah 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 she has and then and and he had his daughters in this one too which ones were his daughters i was trying to figure it out um the one that was named cookie remember at the auditorium oh okay he's like oh yeah. that's a good one cookie that's one of them and then uh, the other one is the sister. So, like, you know, when they're, like, walking around and, like... The, the younger guy, sister, right? Uh, she's older. The older sister. Cookie's the young one, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're, like, walking and there's a precarious place and then the escaped dude comes and t- shows them the shortcut and then Hubie's like, oh, the only person who knows that shortcut is me and... The guy who escaped. Yeah, yeah, his his best friend from high school, which he kept referencing. It wasn't the escape escapee from the mental institute. It was my best friend from high school. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a pretty good running gag. The neighbor who moved in next door. Uh, if you hear like weird loud noises, disregard. How the hell did he get Ray Liotta? Like, is Ray Liotta just like desperate or? No, they worked together in a couple other movies, I think. Okay. Uh, Adam Sandler's worked with, like, you know, a lot of people. And, like, 
Steve Buscemi, you know, he was a werewolf in this. So since we're in spoilers a little bit, or played kind of a werewolf, or it was a werewolf. This is his fourth Adam Sandler movie as a werewolf. But the three before it were cartoons. Hotel Transylvania. All right. I was going to say, cheese, man. I mean, I know Steve Buscemi's in a lot of his movies, but it's his fourth one as a freaking... Yeah, but I mean, the, the Transylvania ones. They're, they're Actually, Matt, if you haven't watched those... Those are really funny. The 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 first one especially, Hotel Transylvania. They're kids movies, but they're fun. Like they're really fun and funny. Mike, like I've discussed in the past, I get strange looks whenever I walk into a kids movie alone. So, I typically don't go and watch them. Okay. All right. I can get that. I can get that. Now, when I become a sweet old man in, you know, 40 more years, then I'm good. But right now, no. Everybody just looks at me funny. Okay. All right. Don't want you to be a pedophile. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. You're the best. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if I can talk about this movie anymore. I, I'm I'm I was having a really hard time trying to figure out a good part. Uh, all right, man. Do we do we have anything to give away? Uh, d- you know, well, entice our listeners. If, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to last week's. We're still giving away our codes for spell. We have a few left. If you would like. A free horror movie that literally just came out for Paramount Pictures, rated R. Let us know. Nerds at Real Film Nerds, right? Yeah. And Mike, where do the shitty selfies go? <laughs> Mike at the Real Film Nerds. Perfect. At Real Film Nerds, not the Real Film Nerds. Real Film Nerds. Yes, yeah, at Real Film Nerds. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, Matt, you... Uh, you know, we were discussing earlier what we were going to watch uh, for this next coming uh, week, and uh, what do we think? Well, Mike, I made the decision since you picked Hubie Halloween. I picked <laughs> Sorry, another streaming movie from Netflix, but it's not a Netflix original. This one I kind of wanted to see in the theaters, and it was supposed to come out in July. But again, thanks to everyone's favorite pandemic, it went straight to video or direct to digital or whatever the F they're calling it. It's called The Outpost, and it is about a small team of U.S. soldiers battle against hundreds of Taliban fighters in Afghanistan. It is based on a true story. It has lots of Hollywood royalty in it, which is one of the things that intrigues me. There's a little man starring in it called Scott Eastwood, uh, another guy called Orlando Bloom, uh, another dude called uh, Milo Gibson. So we'll see how it is. Um, I I think it looks pretty good. Uh, I'm interested. I I like my fair share of war dramas, definitely. And this one is based on a true story from not that long ago. So we'll see how it is. But um, before we end this pod, uh, Mike, how many reels do you give Hubie Halloween? All right, man. I'm going to give this one three and a half out of five reels, man. I enjoyed it. Three and a half and you enjoyed it. I figured you'd be a little higher than that when you say enjoyed. Three and a half is just average. No, actually, no, that's above average. It's like a 75. Dude, in my view, three and a half is is enjoyment. It's stellar, huh? It's a good time. Well, as I said, I thought this movie was not very good. I don't recommend anyone to watch it. I told my mom I think she should watch it because uh, she needs her spirits lifted. And she likes slapsticky stuff, so we'll see if she does. But, Mike, I give it two reels out of five. 
Nice, dude. Nice. I, I, I think it's more fun when we don't like, like when we disagree on the movies. So, so we have to start picking like just polar opposite movies a lot. I think that'll be a lot easier. Oh, I don't know how to do that. I mean, we both like very similar movies for the most part. I mean, honestly, we do. We do. I guess uh, we're we're products of our environment, and we grew up in the same environment. Pretty close. Pretty close. I mean, we weren't down the street, but we are damn close to down the street from each other. Oh, dude, yeah, it's close, man. It's close. Very close. So, all right. Well, uh, yeah. I don't know if we have anything uh, else other than. Uh, we got two more giveaways coming up this month for some movies that we will discuss them when they come through the pipeline. I think one is going to be possibly next week, and the next one after that might be Thanksgiving week. I don't remember the exact dates, but uh, we'll get back to you on it. But we got more movies coming. So please make sure to enter our giveaway so you can get free movies. I mean, why the hell not? What else are you going to do? Work? Come on. No one's working. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Everybody likes free movies. Um, we would love to be able to watch movies more at the theaters, but, you know, the, the studios won't even release them. So I guess we're just going to be stuck mostly watching streaming stuff until, I guess, sometime next year. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of weird. Well, just like Mickey Mouse said in the pandemic special, I said more Mandalorian. <laughs> I can't do a good Mickey Mouse, oh. so. No, no. That, I, you know, that was okay. That was okay. It was funny. Did you watch yeah, The Mandalorian? It was funny. Uh, I haven't watched uh, this uh, this episode. Man, I'll, I'll get to it, man. There's just stuff. You know, busy. Busy, busy, busy. You know what you got to do is just put your kid in a room where there's like nothing that can harm him. Put a little food and water out like a dog. He'll be fine for 45 minutes. He'll be fine. I know. Uh, I was thinking of getting uh, my son an Echo so um, Alexa could take care of him. Like, that's fine, right? The only problem with that is that he's going to start figuring out how to order shit. And the next thing you know, you'll have like a lifetime supply of, I don't know, PediaSure show up. <laughs> you know, like a semi truck will pull up and they'll just like pull out like a, a whole like pallet of it. It'll be bad, Mike. It'll be real bad. That would be bad. That would be bad. Um, but I mean, Alexa can read him bedtime stories and, and like, you know, she could uh, alert us when he leaves the room and all kinds of stuff. So, I don't know. Oh, so you're going to have to get a ring doorbell with the Echo. Oh, of course. You, you've got to get the whole, you got to go all in, man. You've got to, you've got to perimeter the whole house, you know? Fair enough. I understand. All right. I like it. It's a good idea. It's a good, good idea. Keeps uh, in the name of safety. I don't know, Matt. I'll, I'll figure out time eventually. Are you still awake? Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm awake. All right, all right. You'll figure out time eventually. No, you won't. Lies. All right. Well, I'll, f- I'll figure out time management. Dude. Time management. Yeah, there it is. Time management. Yep. Um, I, I think I need to start sleeping less. Like, I think if I could get everything, if I could get two hours of sleep and 22 hours of work, it'd be a lot better. How much coffee are you drinking? drink a lot dude i drink a lot of coffee are you like uh my good buddy mr matt santos over at the mile high show who does not measure his coffee consumption in cups he measures it in pots uh i don't think i'm quite to that level but uh i'm definitely 
I'm definitely drinking quite a bit of uh, coffee. Well, then clearly you are sleeping way too much if you can still go buy cups. (laughs) I guess so. I guess so. Well, all right, everyone. I guess that is it for us. I don't have anything more. Mike, do your thing. Take us out of here before you fall asleep on your keyboard and or microphone. All right. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, This was a fun episode. I I love disagreeing with Matt. And, uh, you know, catch us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook. um, And you can email us, uh, Matt, Mike, at, at Real Film Nerds. You know, go out and catch as many movies as you can. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Who's this? Good morning, 99.1. This is Magic. <laughs> I have a feeling it's Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds Podcast. How you doing, Maddie? Living the dream. How are you doing? Yep, the same. The same. Living the dream. I have a bone to pick with you. Uh, Is it about your candy hangover? (laughs) No, it's about Candyman. Yeah? You loved it? You thought it was the best movie ever? I, you know what? I, first of all, I couldn't stay awake through it. Second of all, Scott, well, not my fault. Second of all, Scott Dando said that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. What? I was like, I know, I know. I said, Matt gave it a four out of five, and Scott goes, Oh, yeah. And, but you know, here is one thing I have to tell you: Scott stayed awake for the entire film. So who knows who's right here? Me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I guess, you know what, I guess because it was so old. The remake you said is coming out next year. Yeah, it's by uh, Jordan Peele, which was what we're hopefully going to review this year, but it didn't happen because of, you know, everyone's favorite pandemic. Right, so. right. The Rona. Yeah. Okay, so what did you see over the weekend? Well, in spirit of Halloween, yes, it's after Halloween, but I watched another Halloween movie Adam Sandler's latest film, and I watched it on Halloween because I didn't get any trick-or-treaters, is the Netflix original Hubie Halloween. Okay, I saw that on Netflix. I mean, I didn't watch it, but I saw it there. How was it? Uh, Do yourself a favor and uh, keep on moving. It was not not great. (laughs) Well, the name alone made me think, is that Hubby? Is that Hubie? What is that? And I did. I just kept scrolling. Right, and I even called it uh, Hubby Halloween on, I believe, our last podcast. So, no, it's <laughs> Hubie Halloween. Because okay. it only has one B, and that's Adam Sandler's character's name. And it's just, it's really over-the-top slapsticky, and it, it's downright mean. The main character is, like, the sweetest guy in the world and just bend over backward for this entire town doing anything and everything, and everybody just physically, emotionally, verbally just abuses him. And Aww. It starts weighing on you really quick. Yeah, so, that doesn't I mean, sound like was, fun. It was not, yeah. I mean, Adam Sandler, you know, it's not like Waterboy and Happy Gilmore right. and Billy Madison. It's not like his classic stuff. I mean, I haven't watched much of his Netflix films, and I think there's probably a reason for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this one, Halloween-themed, we wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted after all the horror movies we did, you know, for the month of October. So. Right. How many reels are you going to get it? I give it two, and that's probably being generous just because it had a really stellar cast in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, two falls short. Very short. Yeah. Okay, well, 
I like the recommendation yeah. to just keep on scrolling. Absolutely. What are we look, looking forward to this week? I'm going to review, well, Mike and I are going to review the film, The Outpost. It was supposed to come out in July of this year, but again, the pandemic wreaked havoc on it, and it kind of flew under the radar. It was released on video on demand or digital download or whatever you want to call it. And recently, Netflix picked it up, so you can watch it on Netflix oh, right now. Oh, that's good. But it's a war drama based on the 2012 nonfiction book, The Outpost, an untold story of American valor. Um, it's based on the battle of Kamdesh in the war in Afghanistan. Okay. So it's kind of like a historical account. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a docu not a it's not a documentary, but it's like a, a dramatization of real events that happened to these soldiers in the Afghanistan war. And it was uh pretty rough from what uh I've read and know about the situation. Right. So we'll we'll see how it how they do with telling the story on film. Okay, very good. I love those kind of movies where you learn something about something that happened in the past. I think it'll be good. It's your typical typical war movie, but it has a lot of really good young up-and-coming actors. So okay. Again, we'll it's see. called Outpost. Yeah, The Outpost, and it is currently on Netflix, so you can go and watch it there. Well, very good, Matt Hinshaw. You guys can catch his podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds, and you can catch him here every Monday, sometimes Fridays. On what station, Matt? The the best magical station on the planet, <laughs> Magic 99.1. The check's in the mail, buddy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>